Coming to you live from Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, this is the Constant Companion Podcast. Woo! You and me together. Together. Constant companions forever. Forever. Talking about things like weather or not. Oh, not. Take some time out of your week. Your week. Listen, and then you will see. Oh, you'll see. How much you enjoy our show. Or not. Or not. You're about to experience constant companions. I am Dallas. I am one of your hosts. Connor is here as well. Hello, hello. Dude, how are you doing, Connor? It's been forever. Yes, it has. It's been quite a while. Um, we have no excuses. Uh, Dallas, is. Uh, it sounds like you're on vacation right now, I, may I, I am. just say. I am. I'm in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Um, apparently I hear it's, those pigeons. It's the, it's the tourist trap of the United States, I think is what my brother-in-law said. Um, mm-hmm. Dolly, Dolly World, is that... That's a thing, Dollywood? Right? Dollywood's Wait a second. Here. Are you close to Dollywood? Yes. We're going no way. to Dollywood in a couple days. The reason I find that so fascinating is Wes um, constantly talks to me about how one day he wants to take me to Dollywood. Are you serious? Yes. Maybe maybe I'll do a little vlog in Dollywood to give you guys yes, a tour please. of it. Yes, please. Um, I would love to figure out what the big deal about Dollywood is because every time I talk to him and we talk about doing something, he always wants to go to Dollywood. Okay, well, I don't know what the big deal is. I haven't been there yet. I haven't heard a lot about it. I just know Dolly Parton's and part of it. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what the big deal is. I, I know there's roller coasters there. Um, pretty much every amusement park I've ever been to has had those turkey legs. Uh, we'll yeah. See. We'll see. Big old ham hocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, dude. God. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, my life's been pretty quiet. Uh, it's the summer, however, being a student at BYU Idaho um, in the spring semester, I am in class until sometime in mid July. So there hasn't been too much going on that's really, um, really uh been too exciting other than unless you caught our our e3 stream that we did a few weeks ago uh we streamed i believe the bethesda press conference and the sony press conference and kind of gave our thoughts and impressions um it was just kind of a quick little thing we did in alternative to our podcast that week just because things had gotten crazy so we did that it was a lot of fun um we got a lot of youtube hits however we got a lot of negativity coming through to us because people thought that we were just a bunch of cringy white kids but nothing we couldn't handle oh no no no! the only negativity was on your uh skyrim uh reaction oh that's video. true it was the skyrim one the other ones were all pretty positive so don't let yourself down <laughs> i think we got i thought more, it was funny we got more views on our on those reactions than we have in like all our podcasts combined so <laughs> I think that it's is so a good, sad. That's a good step in the right direction. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because other people I think thought that it, we were just a reaction channel, and usually we don't do stuff like that. 
Um, I guess we technically have our one show. Um, what was the one that we re- reacted to the bear oh, footage? Yes. No I, mercy. I can't remember what that. No mercy, no man. Mercy. We got to do a new episode of that. So my, look forward to that. My cousin, who I haven't talked to in a while, but he said that he watched that video and it was he was really intrigued by by the the video itself, not necessarily mm-hmm. our reactions, but. So it's a it pretty was a cool weird video. video. It was a weird video. Interesting. Could make you happy. Could make you sad. Could make you you hopeful, but also could make you doubtful of human existence well let's get into our topic real quick because i think the cicadas and the pigeons are calling for it this week we're talking about believe it or not because we are kind of in the heat of the summer we are discussing summer vacation oh my gosh i'm excited about this summertime is the best time for anyone whether you're in high school and you have you actually have summer vacation or you're in college and you don't it's still a good time because summer vac go ahead sorry oh i was just going to say summer vacation is is interesting to me because there's certain things you associate with the summer i associate like picnics and of course vacations another thing that i always associate with the summer specifically this one song I associate with the summer, and it's um, "Call Me Maybe." For some reason, <laughs> it's not summer unless you hear some teenage kids driving down the freeway blaring that out their their car. Okay, okay, you want to hear something funny though? Yes. Okay, so it was probably three or four summers ago. We that song or whatever, how long ago that song came out? But right after it came out. Me and my friends went to Valley Fair. It's a it's an amusement park up in in Minnesota, and mm-hmm. we wrote on these little cards our numbers, and then put "Call me maybe." And what we did with those cards <laughs> is probably the best thing ever, um, because at the amusement park, when we're waiting in line on a roller coaster, like we're there's a gate there, and then whoever is first in line goes through the gate gets on the roller coaster well we stop at the gate and the people that are on the roller coaster we can reach out and touch them and so Mm -hmm. what we do is we give them the card that says call me maybe with our number on it we say hey hey we think you dropped this so they're on the roller coaster now they have Mm -hmm. no way of reading it and then giving it back to us or giving us a dirty look (laughs) so we give them the card they ride away we get on the next car and then we never see him again. But now they have our number. Now they know we love them. And now they can uh, call us maybe. That's the greatest thing I've ever done with that song. That's what made me think of it. Mm. I don't know. That is interesting. Because then you don't, I ha- think... you don't have to face rejection. And you still have a satisfic- satisfaction of giving a girl your number. The satisfaction? Yes. <laughs> What I say? Satisfaction. It's it's the same thing. It's the same word. Whatever. Same word. Yeah. Were they were they pretty cute girls? Oh yeah. We never like. Okay, that's gonna make me sound really shallow, but like we would we would definitely look out for the cute ones and then uh, target them. That sounds well, really, yeah. really weird. We're not like pedophiles. Sounds like you're using your noggin. We're using our noggin to get the bloggin. 
<laughs> okay. Um, so I want to talk about vacation spots, kind of, or vacations we've had, and I want to I want to start off. Um, this is a list. This actually comes from Team Coco. For those of you who don't know, it's Conan O'Brien's team oh, at TBS. Love Conan O'Brien. Uh, these are the top 20 world's worst vacation destinations, according to him. Some of these places um, I didn't know existed. Some of these sound fake. However, these are all real places. Um, it, like it says here, there's a disclaimer here from them. It says, the list is now complete. Sadly, a lot of terrible vacation destinations you suggested are real places. No joke. Thanks to everyone who submitted it. We'll do it again soon. First one is called Granddad Land. What the heck? Granddad Land in Florida. I want to look this up because I'm really curious now. Granddad Land, Florida. I assume it's maybe a theme park for like Grandpa Land. Old people. Maybe it's lots different. of lots of leg space on the roller coasters. Um, Ferris oh, it Grill. must be some sort of vacation place, or I mean, a um, not vacation place, but a uh, like an elderly home. Oh, it's an elderly home. <laughs> it must be. Um, okay, next one. Dockers Bejo Palooza Adult Contemporary Jam Fest. Bejo Palooza. What the? Heck? Where's that at? Uh, Myrtle Beach. Really? I love Myrtle Beach. But I don't know if I'd want to go to anything that has beige in the name. <laughs> it's very bland. Um, next is... Oh, okay, this is kind of weird. World famous clothing optional lizard safari. Oh! So, f- sounds like a good time to me. No, it does not. The lizard sea... Uh, um, what's the right word for it? You're naked, so the lizards see your uh, exposed parts and mm-hmm. think it's food, and they. Bite. That's what I, you know. That would be terrible. Can you imagine a Komodo dragon thinking that you're like dangling some bait or something for it? <laughs> this is Running not... around with a Komodo dragon attached to you. Dude, that I, that I, that's why I can never do those things. Those clothing optional places because I, I am afraid of that. That's in Texas. Purpose. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. You'd get Lubbock. shot in Texas if you were naked. I guess it's clothing optional. So I wonder how many people actually... Who would go on that, like, genuinely want to? I would be too ashamed to. I really like number four. Um, number four is literally just Detroit, Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, next one is actually in Langley, Virginia. It is the CIA Poison Sumac Weaponization Center. You can go there on vacation? Apparently. Wow. Um, number six is www.onlinespa.com. That's not even... What? what? That's not real. That's not real. I'm looking it up right now. Online spa. Why would you want to go to a spa? I online? hope it's just like a digital foot bath probably just plays relaxing music and tells you to lay back and relax oh they're right it doesn't exist are you serious what at least they may have sold the domain oh my gosh because it doesn't exist us. now 
Come on, Team Coco. All right, next is um, the Museum of Ignorance, Los Angeles, California. Okay, I could go there. Um, I'm starting to think that these places are totally fake. That's what I'm thinking. It's kind of like... Uh, none of, wait, let me see if I can find this. I, cause I, I feel like are, we're getting... I think these places that they talk about on the late shows um, are a lot of them are fake. And I also think, like, you know how uh, Jimmy Fallon does those uh, mean tweets and stuff? I think they're all fake, too. I think they all just BS them. Yeah, these have all got to be fake. Because I've looked up every single one of these. Um... Dude, that's gonna be that's gonna be the title of the episode. Conan exposed. Fake Conan exposed. Progress. One of these has got to be real. They're just Detroit, so specific. Mich- Detroit, Michigan's real. We know that for sure. <laughs> Museum of Funeral History. Okay, someone's gotta have made that. That's gotta be real. I believe that. Yes, it's real. It's real. Okay. We're back onto the real okay. stuff. Okay. Some of these are real. Some of these, I don't know. Okay, we're getting back to this. Um, Yosemite Jewish Rappers non- National Monument. <laughs> Jewish Rappers National Monument. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I can see Jim, that. Jim Bully's Taser Tag Arcade. No way. In Alabama. That's got to be painful. Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I could see them doing that there, actually. Bunch of hillbillies. Playing with tasers. with tasers. They already kind of do. Oh, yeah. Um, The next is Pittsburgh's Hall of Famous Halls. Wait, what? I gotta look this up. Is it Famous Hallways? Like, the hallway to, like, the White House and the hallway to, like, the the Enterprise? I don't know. Let me see. The office's hallway. The halls... uh, Yeah, some of these, like, don't pop up. But supposedly they're all real. Um, Life-size scale of model of Ada, Oklahoma. Uh, The world's largest ball of twine. Emo, Ontario. Uh, Wallpaper Museum. And that's uh, oh, Outhouse Museum of South Dakota. I think that does exist, actually. Have you been? There? I think when we went to South Dakota, we passed by it. Unless it's all just I a do. Jam. That could be true. I do know in England. Okay, I know this for a fact because my mom told me about it. This would make a good story too. Because we're talking about vacations. My mom recently went on vacation to England. If you were watching the six month extravaganza, you know we called her. Um, and so she was with her sisters and they went down there and they, my aunt, uh, Vicky, who is really familiar with England, set up a surprise, um, a surprise tour with them. And she told them that, uh, that they wouldn't know what it was until the day of. So it was like, I don't know if it was like in the middle of the night or in the morning. Anyhow, she got them up. They went and they went to this kind of like, un- they were under like a uh, like an underpass, and they met this lady, and she had this plunger that she was carrying around with her, and she was the tour guide. It was like a 
I, I think it was a gem encrusted plunger, if I remember right. And she was taking them on a tour of the most famous loos of all of, of London. So they're going to famous bathrooms. And <laughs> the entire tour was her taking them through places. Um, I think, like, famous people had used these bathrooms in the past. Anyhow, it was all, like, toilet humor. And my mom thought it was hilarious. However, they were at one of the bathrooms of some restaurant or something. And um, all of a sudden, this giant, like, motorcade pulls up. Like, this Rolls Royce. And um, the this guy comes out in this suit. And he's trying to get the tourists and stuff out of the way. So he's saying stuff to him like, move, move, please get out of the way. And my Aunt Vicky, of course, she didn't want to take any of his crap. So she started yelling at him and getting mad at the guy. And then all of a sudden, uh, it turned out that he was actually a bodyguard for somebody who is the royal family. I forget who it was. It wasn't the queen or anybody. It was like the duchess of something... Anyhow, so then my aunt, who, like, respects royalty more than she probably respects uh, anybody in the United States, um, <laughs> she was super embarrassed because she was getting mad at him. And it turned out that uh, there was royalty who came to the to see this royal loo or whatever it was. <laughs> no, they probably had – It's probably they probably come back there every every day to, to use it. So probably. They, that's probably what they were doing. I don't think if I was royalty, if I had a lot of money, I'd go and visit a, a place devoted to bathrooms. Yeah, I don't think so either. It probably was they were just using this restaurant or whatever, or visiting this restaurant. Um, however, it was just kind of funny that that was, of all places they could have run into royalty, it was while they were on this really, like, tacky bathroom tour. <laughs> With this lady with the gem encrusted plunger, and she started freaking out and like telling them who it was, and of course my aunt knew who it was. I forget it was the Duchess of something. I wish I could remember. Wow, you see like, royalty. Uh, my mom did. Yeah, she saw royalty using the restroom. Yes, and that was her summer vacation, and she thought it was great. So it just goes to show you that you can make your summer vacation great, even if it's just literally going to the bathroom. Yeah. Usually my greatest It's what you make it. It's what you make it that counts. Quote, unquote, Connor Orr. Have you ever turned a bad vacation into a good vacation? Or at least a memorable vacation? memorable vacation every vacation every vacation is memorable as long as you have mama kennedy with you because mama, i believe it mama kennedy makes anything fun she can make the most boringest trip to nauvoo illinois into the most funnest and funniest vacation ever i can't can you sh- give any examples i can't i can't give examples because a lot of them are classified um, They're classified. Maybe are they just embarrassing? They are embarrassing. Maybe I'll ha- maybe I'll bring Mama Kennedy out and have her share a couple. Maybe that might be a good idea. If um, if you want I, that, I I think like I kind of think about like road trips and stuff when I go on vacations. And since you mentioned embarrassing things, I remember this one vacation 
And the thing is, when uh, whenever Morgan and Lauren graduate here from BYUI, they're going to be coming out, and we're going to be stuck in the car with each other for a long time. And one thing we do to make road trips fun is you play games, right? Yeah. And everybody plays, like, the license plate game, or they play the game where you have to um, spell a certain word, or, so, or you have to find all the letters of the alphabet or whatever. Anyhow, um, we used to play this game where we would look at fast food restaurants. This was years ago when we were kids, and we would have to make them into like gross things like we would look at kfc and we'd be like hey you know what would be funnier kfp (laughs) oh my god or we would look at burger king and we'd have to think of a name and we'd come up with something like booger king it was just the dumbest game we played as kids with our mom and it was like two in the morning when we were playing this on some long drive out to like kansas or something um, and then when we get really bored, we start to tell Pikachu jokes. Have I ever told you about Pikachu jokes? No, tell me. Okay, um, I'll give you an example. Um, it's literally just jokes that are puns on Pikachu's names, but you can come up with hundreds of them. P- so P- like Pikachu, kind of like that. But like you, you come up with like. Like a Laffy Taffy joke at the beginning. So you have to you have to have a question like, what does Pikachu call his gang? Pika crew. His Pika crew, yes. Yeah. Um or what does Pikachu say when he's sad? Pika Boo. He says I'm Pika Blue. Oh, Pika Blue. <laughs> Feeling Pika Blue. However, it gets way better when you realize that that pun doesn't just um, apply to Pikachu. You can literally do it with any Pokemon. I don't know why we restricted ourselves to um, <laughs> to just Pokemon or Pikachu, but my mom came up with the best one. And it was... Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of how to phrase this. What do you call... Uh, a Bulbasaur at a brothel. What? Bulbahor. <laughs> oh my gosh. My mom came up with that. Your yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and so basically, hey, when you get quick. really bored in the car... Sorry, you got one? I got one real quick. Let me just share it with you. I just thought of it. Okay. What What does Pikachu say when he scares someone? Pikaboo. Pika-boo. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Dude, oh, you got me. That was lame. Okay, never mind. No, and sometimes, um, sometimes if like the worse they are, like the dumber the jokes are, the funnier they are. This works really well for late night drives and long drives. It'll usually take up a good two to three hours if you just sit there and just think of them. It's a great way to uh, pass the time for your summer for your long summer uh, road trips. What does Pikachu get when he gets sick? Uh, what? The Pika flu. <laughs> Ooh, Pika flu. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> what does uh, what does Pikachu say when he goes to the bar? Pika owl. Wait, no. Pika drunk. I don't know. <laughs> he says, "Hey." Give me a peek of brew. <laughs> oh 
Oh my. Okay, we're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. That's amazing. Moving okay. on. Bad jokes. Peekabrew. These are like dad jokes. Okay. <laughs> so vacations. Did you uh, finish the list? A- did you finish the the list of? I bad- think we did. Okay. I kind of went through the ones that I thought were real, and I kind of skipped over the ones that I didn't think were. I want to talk about our vacations, though. Absolutely. Um, you're on a vacation right now. I am. How's it been for you? <laughs> we got here yesterday. We have this giant cabin that like 50 people are staying at, and it's pretty amazing because it's got a friggin' movie theater. It's got a Whoa. hot tub. It's got like TVs at every location, except for at the hot tub one, the 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 cable doesn't work, so we have to like hook up the computer and, and watch Netflix that way. But that's all good. Um, we're visiting Dollywood in a couple days. Apparently, Pigeon Forge. Have you ever been to like Branson, Missouri? Mm-mm, no. Yeah, Branson, Missouri is like where Donnie and Osmond they used to like do performances there like every night. It's like it's like Las Vegas, but appropriate, and not like a lot of casinos. <laughs> so, um, so this is Pigeon Forge. And it's kind of like Branson, which is like a lesser form of Las Vegas. And there's just mm-hmm. so much stuff to do. Have you ever done Magic Quest? Oh my gosh, dude. Thank you for bringing this up. I only ever do this on vacation, yeah, but I did too. it as a kid. Me too. Is it still a th- it still exists? Yes, there's one here. Did you go to it? Not yet. I remember doing one in, in Wisconsin. We went on vacation to the Wisconsin Dells. And it was the most lamest thing. Like, now that I'm thinking about it, it's the lamest thing ever. It is. It really is. But while I was doing it, I enjoyed it so much. And for those of you who don't know, it's basically you're like a a wizard who goes on quests in this building. And you have to, like, interact with different characters. Yeah. And dragons there. And Dang, dude. I'm so glad you brought this up. It's, It's literally the dumbest thing on the face of the planet. That I've probably ever done in my life. But when I was a kid, I remember we saw that we went to Myrtle Beach and we went to Broadway at the beach. And there was a giant building and it kind of looked like a castle on the outside. And it was just labeled Magi Quest. And so we went in there and it's super expensive. You have to buy like a wand for like 30, 40 bucks. And the thing about the wand is think of like a Wiimote. It has like this sensor in it where you can point it at like... There will be, like, treasure chests and stuff laying around. And if you point at the treasure chest and you hit the sensor, it'll open up the treasure chest. And it'll say, like, you got uh, 50 gold or something. It's basically like a video game, but you have to run around an actual physical place. And then there's, like, these TV screens with, like, these, like, sensors on them and runes. And there's, like, little characters on the TVs. And if you point your thing at them... You can sometimes fight them or you can talk to them and you have to get enough powers and stuff that you can fight the dragon at the end and there's like a dungeon. It's really cool in theory. Really dorky in real life. It's like RuneScape in real life. Yeah, exactly. Uh, It's like what... It's kind of like what I would imagine the future to be if VR didn't exist. Yes, absolutely. Because this is actually real. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it's overpriced. Um, it's really dorky. However, I think everybody should do it. Absolutely. At least once in their life. Um, yeah, you know what's fun? 
funny when I like anytime I go to the beach, especially when I was a kid, I used to love to go to places like Broadway at the beach because there were always gimmicky things like that. And I remember this one vacation we went on. We went to this place, and it was this. It was supposed to be like a museum, I think. Um, it was called like Wonder World or Wonder something. And basically, the entire building looked like it was flipped upside down on the outside. And you walk in, and everything is like these really weird, like slopes and stuff you gotta go through. And it was super dorky. Like they had exhibits like. Here's a here's an exhibit about the Titanic. So I thought they were gonna have like actual pieces of like the Titanic and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, but I went in there and literally all it was was they had these three like boards propped up against the wall, and it was like these boards represent the inclination of the of the uh, Titanic when it was sinking. It's like, at this moment in time, it would give you, like, a precise time and what the inclination of the deck was. It was just really stupid stuff, and you could, like, stand on it to see what it was like. And then they're like, and here's... Here's how cold the water was on the night the Titanic sank. And it was literally just ice water and you could just dip your hand in it. I'm like, this is so dorky. <laughs> this is the dumbest exhibit I've ever been to. Wait, I think I've done that too. It's like, it, like you see like half of the Titanic is like the building, right? Um, or, or am I thinking something? Cause this, that might be a different one. Because we basically did like the same thing there too. Or like the boards were propped up at the angles that yeah. they were at. Um, mm-hmm. But it's kind of cool, though. They had, like, one exhibit where, like, you're on a deck, and then you kind of look out and see the stars and stuff. So that was kind of cool. But it was pretty lame, though. It was probably one of the most lamest things I've ever done as well. well now that I'm thinking about it, this is completely, like, separate. But I just thought about something I remember doing as a kid um, was going to the... Um, Oh, geez. I think this was on vacation in Kansas, that same trip when we were making all those jokes about fast food restaurants. Um, It was one of those places where it was kind of like, oh, shoot, what do you call it? It was like an astronomy thing where you could go inside and it was like this big room. It was kind of like a movie theater screen on the ceiling, but it had all these stars and stuff. A planetarium. Planetarium, that's what they call it. Yeah, and but it was like part planetarium, part like IMAX. And so like it would start out that while you're waiting for your show to start and you would be looking at the stars and then you would then when the movie started, it was one of those 4D movies where it was like I think we saw Jurassic Park one and it was like a dinosaur was chasing you and you're in these chairs that move around and stuff and you have the stupid 3D glasses on and you have, like, stuff that sprays out at you, like water and things like that. Have you ever been on one of those? Uh, at Universal Studios, I did. I did a SpongeBob one. Whoa, did you feel like you were actually SpongeBob? Yeah, they, like, sneezed on me and stuff. <laughs> it, was pretty, it was pretty stupid, actually. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're really dumb. <laughs> Although, I will say, one time I went to, um... The coolest one I've ever been to was... I think it was at, oh, not King's Dominion, um, not Cedar Point, I don't know, it's some amusement park, I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head, but anyhow, it was one of those things, but it was actually a ride, where you weren't in, like, this stationary chair, you were actually in, like, a cart, 
It's yeah. like a roller coaster, but the roller coaster was all indoors and everything was like digital and you wore these glasses, these 3D glasses, and it was the most bizarre experience I've ever had because like they'd show you this stuff on the screen like you're in this haunted house and there's this vampire who's chasing you and he's flying around and all of a sudden they mix all these real world elements with digital elements and it just feels super weird like you're falling down this you know giant like you're falling out of this castle and you have this thing chasing you and you go through like this fireplace and all these flames fly up beside you and you feel the heat i don't know it was really weird it was one of the more effective uses of 4d that i've seen yeah i actually was genuinely freaked out at points that's uh that's similar to what i did in at universal as well there was a a simpsons ride it was like a roller coaster ride like mm-hmm. you didn't really move anywhere but you were you act like you did like the seats move and stuff we waited mm-hmm. like two hours for it though and it was all right Ooh. i don't know if I, I don't know if i do it again but disappointing dude yeah Every we just like we saw everybody was waiting in line for it. Like we're like, oh, it must be a good ride. So we 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 waited in line, just got in line behind someone, and two hours later we got onto this seat that didn't move, and we just saw a screen in front of us, and the seats kind of swayed back and forth. That was about it. Do you have any pointers for people who are, are there any um, amusement parks you go to a lot? Um. No, we're not like those dedicated Disney World goers or Universal. Like we only that was like like second time going to like Universal in my whole entire life. So no, I don't really go to a lot of them. Me neither. My only pointer would be break your leg and or fake breaking your leg before you go to any amusement park so you can get the wheelchair and then get like the sympathetic fast pass. Yep. That's important. If you have, like, a father that can fake his way into a wheelchair or something, do it. So then you, mm-hmm. you get a speed of on. But I, I remember I went to Six Flags in Texas, uh, mm-hmm. like, a year ago, I think it was. And we only got to ride four rides for the entire day because it was You're so kidding. packed. It was ridiculous. That sounds like the worst experience ever. Oh, it absolutely was. Absolutely. What was. were the rides you rode? Um, so we rode one called like Big Tex or something, um, and then we rode this roller coaster ride. But apparently, someone had died on it like a year before, so we we're nice. kind of we we're kind of scared. To, she fell off, um, and then we rode two other roller coasters, and that was about it. It was man, it's pretty. It was pretty good. It's crazy to think that people still die on rides. It's all because of their own stupidity, though. Yeah, I probably well, looking or, for a thrill. Or the uh, or the workers' fault for not like checking to make sure they're buckled in, or if they're too fat, making sure they get off because they can't buckle themselves in. Ooh, yeah, that's always bad. There have been points on rides where I like had to think to myself, "Wow, if I didn't buckle up, I would probably be dead right now." Oh yeah, absolutely. It's so easy just to do that if you didn't want to. If you wanted to unbuckle in the middle of the ride and just drop out and die. Yeah, you could totally do that. So I guess I shouldn't really be surprised. That's my biggest fear on, like, the ride that, like, it's like a tower. Like, you go to the very top, but you're on the outside, and then it drops you down. And, like, the only thing that's, like, holding you in is, like, a buckle. 
Yeah. And I'm like, well, I could just die right now. I could fall out. Are you, ta- are you talking about the rides that, like, drop? Like, the where you're in the big wheel and it just, like, goes up and down? Is that what you're talking about? Or are you talking about something else? Uh, yeah, that's, I think that's it. Okay. It, it, like, drops really fast. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. So that's the one. Yeah, it's I can I can never go on those anymore. Just I I don't think I could. It's just scary because you're going up. You're like, is this is this even something a human's supposed to be doing? No, no, you know what? I don't think it is because we don't have wings. We can't fly. If we fall out, we're just gonna plop to the ground and splat all over. I would feel really sick on one of those. I think. Yeah. Well, it's just freaky because it's like you're like going up as high as like a skyscraper, but the only thing holding you is a buckle, and you're on the outside, and you can see for miles, and it's like, oh, my, mm. I'm going to die. You literally think... Yeah, that's true. Care. I think... I feel like, okay, if I had to rank vacations, I would say my favorite are probably vacations where you go to the beach. I love going to the beach. That's my number one. Second would probably be amusement parks on, like, days that are, like, rainy or, like, less popular. Yep. Those are always good. Um, And then after that, I would say maybe, like, trips to famous places like, I don't know, like, museums or historical places where you can have tours and then you can just eat good food. And then after that, it would be something like the local swimming pool. <laughs> those are my top. Those are my top four vacations. I used to love going to the municipal pool, actually, like in our, in our hometown. Uh-huh. Um, I used to think that was better than like anything because you could get on the water slide, and then they always had the food stand where you could get like a hot dog, and then. You for dessert you could get like an airhead for like fifty cents. Just overpriced stuff. It's always a good time if it's overpriced. Can can I give you an update real quick? Yeah, give me so, an update. I'd be really quiet because it's happening right now. But there's we're in our cabin. I I'm looking out and there's a house behind us and there's Mexicans working on the house. But mm-hmm. one of the Mexicans had a belly. And he lifted up his shirt and just started shaking his belly, like, um, like whoa, the, like doing the, the truffle shuffle. Yep, like in the movie The Goonies, and <laughs> it was pretty funny because he's got a beer gut. Dude, sure. this is what summer vacation is all about. Oh yeah, this this happened live right now. I would say number five for top vacations for me is family reunions, <laughs> because family reunions are always awkward for me. Because I never know them. Yeah, that's that's a problem because you don't see them for like ten years, and but but it's also good to get to know people again. Or it's it's also fun just to hang out with your cousins and just do mm-hmm. crazy stuff and not have to worry about anything. You know what? I take that back. Family reunions are way more fun than I'm making it sound to be. Oh yeah, I'm gonna put that at like number two or number three. And there's so much food too. Like you're just you're oh, never... that's true. Oh, they're good. They're good. I always look forward to food at family reunions because they're like, well, we got to make a ton of food. So it's either burgers or hot dogs or sometimes they'll be like, hey, we made pizza. Yeah. Or steaks or something. And it's just a good time. 
lots of it's always soda pops or Gatorades or water or water (laughs) (laughs) the boring old water um I do like yeah family reunions are a good time I shouldn't be knocking family reunions yeah don't don't knock before you talk how long are you there for um for like a week for like a week July 1st I think is when we're heading back Mm -hmm. mhm that makes sense it's like a 16 17 hour drive back to Minnesota though ooh that is a good long drive yeah we're going to be making some stops by family, I think, when we head back from Idaho. And it's going to be like a three-day drive. I don't know. Yeah, that's good because it's normally – how long is it normally? It's, it's probably three days in general. Yeah, I honestly don't know. Because it's like, it's like two days from like Idaho or Utah to, to Minnesota. Or sorry, I'm so, I guess I meant it is a three-day drive generally, but I think we're spacing it out. to gonna, It's going to be more like a week. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, I know my dad's gonna stop by, and it would kind of surprise me because he was talking about how, like, when we stop by our family, he's gonna do a D and D session with all of his like brothers, and I'm like, what? you haven't seen them in, I don't know, quite a few years at least all together, and you're gonna spend three to four hours of that day just playing a D and D session. That's the ultimate bonding session. Through board games yeah. or D and D or whatever. It's not a no. It's not a bad idea. I. It was just very surprising to me. Man, your dad sounds cool. Yeah, we'll see. Was he, <laughs> was he like? Was he like the kids in the Stranger Things back in the eighties playing? D&D? Yes. He was. He was like the kids in Stranger Things, but he was a little older than them at the time because that's in the eighties. So he would have been more like teenager getting ready to go into college spending all his time at arcades playing D D. yeah no most of, he still has all his like magic cards and things from the 90s and he has a bunch of old D figures he hand painted from the 80s he still does D with us we play on sundays that's way cool yeah I that's pretty cool i approve um speaking of which one of my favorite vacation things i did actually speaking of my dad was one time when we were at the beach, we went. We wanted to go to an arcade, like an old retro arcade, not with like the ticket games, but with like classic old arcade games. And so we were looking all around because for whatever reason, beaches always have big arcades like boardwalks and stuff. And finally we found an arcade in just like a local mall and it just had all the old classic arcade games, like an entire collection of them. So you had like Turtles in Time, and you had Gauntlet, and you had Miss Pac-Man, Pac-Man, everything Namco, Pole Position, and you had just the games that are fun to play that you don't get tickets from. Yeah. Because all you find in arcade games... uh, Like, if you go into an arcade today, I can guarantee you this is what you'll find. You will find the game where you have to stop the light and you have to press the button to stop the light and try to get tickets. You will always find skee-ball. You will find air hockey. And almost more times than not, you will find some version of Time Crisis, a Terminator game, the Jurassic Park game, and or some sort of Fast and Furious racing game. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's pretty much what you find in arcade nowadays. Whereas... 
Uh, there, it was all the classics, pretty much anything you could think of they had. And it was just a really cool... It was really cool to play an arcade game with four people all on the same machine. Yep. That doesn't really happen nowadays. So it was just this really cool experience to be playing this game together. Plus, we ended up having problems with the machine, so the guy gave us tons of extra credits for free. We didn't have to pay at all. And so we just kept playing that game for like an hour. But we felt bad because our mom was just sitting out there and she didn't want to come in. And we're just like, oh, okay, we'll just play for a few more minutes and then we'll go back to what we were doing. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic. It was pretty fun though. That's like Played me, Gauntlet. That's me and my brother's bonding time is through like Gauntlet or other arcade games. It's, it, oh, we used to play Gauntlet on the, the GameCube all the time. Oh my gosh, I love that game, dude. Absolutely. I can't even get over how much I love that game. Absolutely. That's the ultimate co-op game. Mm-hmm. Couch co-op. Couch yeah. co-op. Besides like Halo. Halo is probably my favorite co-op game. but Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's a classic. But I think like... There's a lot of parts that are... Vacation is just about having fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just chill, relax. You don't even have to worry about the time, really, either. You just... Like, I didn't wake up till like, 2 today. Whoops. <laughs> That's okay, dude. That's because I was up for about 36 hours, but... Oh, yeah, I guess you were, huh? Hey, yeah. you gonna have good food tonight? What are you having to eat tonight? Dude, I don't even know. I don't even know. I'm just... I bet it's gonna be better than what I eat tonight. What are you eating? I have no idea. I haven't gone to the grocery store yet. Oh, gosh. Being single I, is the worst. I also gotta I also gotta do homework today for vacation. Oh, my gosh. I am so sorry. It's okay. That's it's crazy. fun to think about vacation, but then I remember I'm not on vacation. But, hey, at least I'm not working. I'm just doing school. Yeah, that's you're lucky. Okay, you didn't have to work I am. in school. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. All right, do you have any more uh, advice for summer vacations? Summer vacations or are all about tapping into your youth, despite how old you are, and enjoying life and acting like you deserve to be on vacation, even though more times than not, you totally don't. And you probably should be spending your summer making extra money. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I'll be doing after this family reunion. But mm-hmm. I guess so it's all about convincing yourself you deserve it. Oh, you deserve it. Treat yourself, right? Yes. It's our treat ourself month, not just a day. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Spend that extra money that you should be saving up for your grandma's um, dentures and spend it on that milkshake at Sonic. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Every time. No doubt. Speaking of which, ice cream's a huge part of the summer. Give me your favorite. Let's close out on our favorite ice creams. Oh, or do you have a story you'd like to share as well? We got a couple stories, if that's all right. Yes. They're pretty quick stories. Let's close out on these stories, but after you tell me your favorite ice cream. Favorite ice cream is cookies and cream from Brahms. Have you ever heard of Mine Brahms? Mine is. I have heard of Brahms. Okay, it's right. it's kind of like a Midwestern thing, right? A Midwestern chain? Uh, no, that's Culver's. Brahms? No, I've, Brahms, they do burgers too, right? Brahms, they do burgers, but it's not in the Midwest. Like, I haven't seen it oh, like, okay. where I live, at least. 
place. Just I, I guess it is in like Kansas is like the last place it's at. Yeah, that's where I've seen it. Yeah, it's in Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas. That place is good though. Oh my god! Okay. Every time I've eaten there. What's your favorite ice cream, real quick? Uh, mint chocolate chip. I really just like the Briars store brand. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, we got we got um, Lexi here real quick. She's got our first story for today. Perfect. Okay. I am so excited. And if y'all are offended by drugs <laughs> and the use of drugs, you can tune out now. Um, because <laughs> she's got a story that will make you laugh, cry, and just feel good. So we'll let we'll let Lexi introduce herself and then share a story. Okay. Hello, I'm Lexi, and I am not one to ever take drugs, but because of some health problems, I had to take this brand new medicine that I'd never taken before, and um, I was actually going to college at the time as well, taking tons of classes and lots of credits, and I was trying to be a really good student. And this one day I took this medicine for the very first time and I woke up and I was completely high and Mm. I still wanted to go to all my classes. (laughs) This is like, this is what you do for vacation when you're still in school. (laughs) And like I woke up and I like could not control anything and I had never felt this way before. And I, I just remember getting up and going to the kitchen and just crying because I didn't know how I was supposed to feel. And I just remember grabbing, mm. like, a huge bowl of these Muddy Buddies, and I just, like, sat on the kitchen floor, like, crying because I needed to go to the class, and I was just eating the Muddy Buddies. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and then... All my roommates come out, and they're all, like, super worried about me, but I was telling them I still needed to go to class. And I was, I had like six classes that day, like all in a row, and I could not miss them. And, well, it turns out I missed about five of them because Whoa. I felt so bad. <laughs> and Did it disorient you at all? Totally. I like could not like control anything. I was just like, oh my gosh, I, I literally like was just wobbling on the, like when I tried to walk. It was so bad. I'd never felt this way before. Wait, what had you taken? I already forget. So, it's like medicine for um, people with fibromyalgia. Oh, okay. Yeah. I took medication for my dad who had cancer one time, and I had a very similar experience. Oh, my goodness. That's so crazy. (laughs) But, so I, I had to go to this last class, though, specifically because it was the last day, and I wanted to get extra credit. So, I convinced my roommate to take me to school so she was she drove me to school went with me to class and that was like a huge mistake because I like right when I stepped on the campus I started running on campus like a crazy person and like mm-hmm. high-fiving all the plants on campus the plants <laughs> yes whoa <laughs> And I was, like, running and, like, giving them high fives. And then I saw this one statue, and it was, like, a mom, a dad, a dad, and then they were, like, a kid, and they were, like, all holding hands. 
And then, like, mm-hmm. I remember... Well, I don't remember. My roommates, like, totally videoed me because they thought it was really funny. But I, like, apparently had, like, reached out and, like, touched their hand and was like, I want a family, too. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, I, like, ran all the way to my class that I wanted to get extra credit in, and um, I, like, run to his classroom, I open the door, and I yell out my professor's last name. And we had, like, a pretty good relationship. Like, he had known me, and I had uh-huh. known him. And so it was, like, he would understand how I was feeling. And so I was, like, Skinner! And then he looked really surprised, and everyone in the class was already sitting down. I was late. And I, like, went to the front of the class, and he started talking with me, and I found out I didn't need, like, to go to class to get extra credit, and I was like, are you kidding me? I was, like, yelling in front of everyone. In front of everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Thank goodness it was the last day of class. So then he told me to go sit down, and I literally could not sit there. And so I told him, I was like, I can't do this. So I, like, started walking to the door. And he just, like, tells everyone to start clapping for me. And I, like, bow and everything. Just start and I, clapping. So, like, everyone applauded for me. And then I walked out of the classroom. And my roommate was so embarrassed because she was with me the whole time. And we are like, oh, no. and she told me, she's like, no, we need to get you home. And so then after a while, it kind of went away. And I had some food. And then it was fine. But that was, like the extent of that and oh my goodness it was what did your what did okay next time you went to class what did your professor think no that was thank goodness that was the last day of class that i had to go to like that was this last impression of you yeah that was the last no that everyone thought i was just like this high blonde girl like in class i'm like celebrating (laughs) the end of the school year oh my goodness it was quite the story Oh jeez! Did you did you share about holding hands with the the couple? Yeah, okay. I did. Good. I did. She did. That was. Pretty she did. Bad. She also talked about high fiving the plants. I talked about high fiving the plants as well. <laughs> so, that's how you kickstart off a vacation, Dallas. Am I right? That yeah, that's a good way to start off uh, a vacation end of class. It was great. You know, it's it's funny you bring that up because I remember when I was in high school, it was near the end of the school year, and my dad had this medication he would take for his cancer treatments. And it was a really painful treatment, so he had this medication that was a painkiller, mm-hmm. and it was way too powerful, and he gave me just a tiny bit of it because I had like a headache or something that day. Anyhow, so I go to school, and I remember being high as a kite as well, but I was to the point where I knew I was high, and I was so high that if I spoke, I knew I was going to say dumb yep. things. Mm-hmm. So I just had to keep my mouth shut the entire day at school. And I just remember it was finally at lunchtime where I like turned over to this kid beside me, and I finally was like, dude, I am so high right now. And he's like, what? And he starts freaking out. And so he's like, dude, just shut up. Just don't say anything. I'm like, all right, I'll do it. So I just had to hold it in the entire day. And luckily I was, I don't think I was to the point where I was unconscious of what I was doing. Um, However, it is one of those things where I just remember being aware and then having to just deal with it until it faded away eventually. But yeah, crazy stuff. Yeah. Oof, those meds, though. 
So kids, if you're ever looking for a good time, if it's the summer and you got nothing else to do, do not do that thing. Do not, do not take your parents' drugs. It's a bad idea. Yeah, bad, bad. <laughs> do not condone it. I don't know if she told you, this is at, this is at Brigham Young University. Um, and if you don't know about Brigham Young University, they have a strict honor code policy, like no drugs, no alcohol, anything like that. Like hardcore drugs. And so she's not still in attendance currently, is she? She's still here, yeah. <laughs> I am. Um, and so I like that you admitted to this, Dallas. You shouldn't have said anything. No, no, no. I, I was not going to disclose which school this was at. No, because it's all right. Because it's 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 doctor prescribed. It is. Um, so that's fine. It's just funny though because people at, at Brigham Young University they they like to uh, notice other people's weaknesses a lot, um, and so this is definitely a big weakness for her. <laughs> and I just thought it's funny that happened at BYU of all places because they have the strict honor code, strict all this stuff that people are probably just thinking, what the heck is she doing? And so mm. I just thought, I just thought it's funny. All right, we got one more story for you real quick. Oh, no. um, all right. So we know the summer, summertime, especially in high school, is a summer of love and of mm-hmm. friendships and relationships and just finding your sweetheart. Um, living, living it up like uh, Miley Cyrus partying in the USA. And so we have a story here from my other cousin named Sophie. Um, she got a couple stories. One about her first kiss. One about her first breakup. Um, and this all happened just recently. So, so we'll, let her, we'll let her share the story real quick. Okay, so um, I'm Sophie and I'm 16 years old and I'm literally like one out of a million students in my school and everyone else at my school has already had their first kiss and stuff and already like going to third base so um (laughs) um so I'm just gonna share the story my first kiss so it was on Mormon prom night and we had just gotten home and we were like chilling by the fire and he was like okay well I should probably take you home and I was like okay thinking that I wasn't gonna get it because if it ha- it didn't happen like before the fire or at the fire it wouldn't happen at all but I thought wrong so he like tells me you know grab my stuff and so as I'm grabbing my stuff he's grabbing the food out of the truck um from Maggiano's we had eaten that or whatever we ate that before the dance and so as he's getting the food, I'm like, okay, this is it. I'm making this happen. So I put on some lip balm just to make sure my lips are smooth and soft for his luscious lips. Because, you know, you don't want to dry kiss someone. Um, nope. <laughs> so um, I put on the lip balm. He comes out front, gives me my food, and I get in his car. And I literally live, like, two seconds away from him. So we drive two seconds, like, to my house. And <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, we get to my house and he walks me up to the door and I'm like, thanks. It was a really fun night. And then I start to open my door, but then I'm like, no, no, this is happening. I I was really nervous. I wanted to go in, but I was like, no. So then I turned around and I gave him a hug and the hug was so awkward. It lasted like literally 15 minutes. (laughs) Cause we were 15 minutes or seconds, 15 minutes. I'm not even kidding. Whoa. Yeah, I, don't, I, know. I don't think like, that's a hug Literal anymore. 15 minutes. I think that's minutes. a little step beyond that. <laughs> no. So it was so awkward because we both knew that. We both knew what was coming because everyone had been like, 
betting money on like if we were gonna kiss or not at the end of the night and so we both knew it was coming so then he's like okay well i should probably get home because my dad's gonna start twirling and i was like okay well then he looks down at me and i look down at him and then we just go at it <laughs> and it was, was it a 15 minute kiss no it's not a 15 minute kiss it was more like a 30 second kiss that's still pretty long for a first kiss. Yeah, he... Okay, he's 17, so he's, like, a year older than me, and we were, like, each other's first kisses, and so we wanted to make it a good one, you know? So... Wow. We, I know. So the first time, he, we, like, just do, like, a five-second kiss, and then he goes, that was messy, let me try again, and it was so awkward! <laughs> so then, like, we, he tries to kiss me again, and it was fine, I mean... I've only kissed one guy, so I think he's a good kisser. But yeah, that's kind of the anticlimactic story in my first kiss. Did you? Ma oh, I got a question. Did you make the classic mistake of bumping each other's noses? No, we made the mistake of bumping each other's teeth together. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know, but then I went on a date with him the next night. And when I, it was like a group date. So there were like five other people or six other people there. And mm -hmm. as soon as I walk in the house, everyone's already there. And they all like look at me like they knew that we had kissed. And so apparently like when he got home, he like was smiling and all of his other friends were like on the other side of the room. And he went to the complete other side because he just didn't want to talk about it because he was like so excited, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. So Whoa. I know, I know. He was like smiling and then they got it out of him. And like it was like 1.30 in the morning when he first like when he got home. And he wouldn't stop talking about it till like three. So apparently it was a good kiss. I mean, he not, could not, not for you. Well, not for me. For him it was. <laughs> for me it was really awkward. But I mean, I'm just an awkward person in general, so it didn't really phase me. But okay. it's the essence of of summer love, Dallas. I can smell it in the air. He said it's the essence of summer love. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll share my breakup story because it's pretty. This is with the same guy. This is with the same guy, yes. No. No. Okay. Okay. Actually, there's a backstory behind it. So last year we kind of, <laughs> we kind of had a thing. Um, I was 15 and I wasn't allowed to date yet, but he was 16, so he was. But we both kind of had a thing, and we both knew we liked each other. So. After a pool party one night, it was just us two in his car, and we were both like, I don't really want to go home. Let's just hang out. And so he's like, okay, I'll take you somewhere cool. So he took me, I know, he took me <laughs> to this beach in, in Texas. It's called Little Elm Beach, and that's where, like, everyone goes. But it was, like, 12 at night, so no one was there. But so we drove to the beach, and we're just walking on this tree path. Um, and the lights were lit up on the trees, but then all of a sudden they turn off, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so scared. And he's like, it's okay, I got you. So he puts his arm around me, like, sly guy. And so, like, 30 minutes later, after we're, like, done talking, he just turns to me and goes, hey, um, Sophie, I really like you. And I was like, mm, as a friend? And so I kind of friend-zoned him, so then, like, yeah, I know, it was really sad. It was rough. So I friend-zoned him, and then we didn't talk to each other for, like, six months. But then prom comes around, we have our first kiss, and we get the thing going again. And um, 
so he like before school we would go on little dates like you know to the park or to breakfast and we were just having this random conversation sitting at a bench at a park and I don't know we were talking about like Iron Man or something and then out of the blue he goes hey I know I can be like really confusing but I really like you and this is up to you but do you think it'd be okay if we were boyfriend and girlfriend and I was like yeah sure um I wasn't expecting a long relationship out of this you know I just this was a trial relationship run for me so I would 30 know. day trial <laughs> 30 day well more like 14 days <laughs> so 14 days I could like so usually he texts me every day and he's like you know how was your day going and then we like talk for like the whole day and then we say goodnight to each other and he uses like the kissy emoji and <laughs> gross <laughs> I know I know I hate emojis in the first place but he thank he you also does too but so for like him to use an emoji was like kind of big because he hates them but he used them with me, and he hadn't been using them for, like, the past five days before our breakup. And I, You're reading a lot into this, too. I, I know, I know. I love this. I think it's interesting. <laughs> I know. I think it was interesting at the time it was, but looking back, it's kind of anticlimactic. But on Sunday, um, we didn't talk to each other at all at church, which, us- which is weird because we usually do. So then I text him at that night and I'm like hey is there anything wrong like why haven't you been talking to me a lot and he goes I don't know if it's just like a bump in the road but I'm just really not feeling it anymore I don't have the same feelings I did for you when I first asked you to be my girlfriend and I was like ouch um that kind of hurt <laughs> so then he then I was like okay um I wish you would have told me that when we talked about our relationship on Wednesday because the Wednesday before we broke up we talked about our relationship and like the boundaries and stuff and I mean we had to have this conversation because it was both of our first relationships and so he made me he made it seem like we would be in a pretty long relationship I mean not like super long but you know more than three weeks um right so and in that discussion, I was like, okay, um, if you start losing feelings for me, just, you know, let me know. Don't ghost me. Just, you know, be honest. Wait, with what me. does that mean, ghost me? I was about to ask that, too. I've never heard that. You what is ghost me? you never heard the term ghost? No. It's a high school thing? We are old men. <laughs> we are old men. Um, it's just like when you have a thing with someone and then they just drop you. Like, they stop talking to you and then they just leave your life. Oh, so there's a name for that. Yeah, it's That's definitely ghosting. happened to me before. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what happened um, to me. But So I had to text him. I was like, what's wrong? He's like, you know, I don't feel it anymore. And I was like, okay, uh, why didn't you tell me that? He's like, I don't know. I just wasn't thinking. I was like, well, of course you he weren't He just thinking. wanted the physical benefits of that's, a girlfriend. That's what I was saying. That's it's, how guys think. Yeah, I know, which I didn't expect coming from this guy because his family's really, like, weird. But that's exactly what you should expect from him. <laughs> and so then he's like, but I really, really, really want to still be friends with you. And I was like, no, bye. Because <laughs> I do bye. not want to be friends with you. But it's really awkward now at church. And last week at church, his mom asked me to sit with his little sisters because him and his brother and his dad were out of town. And his mom is like the chorister of our um, church. And so she asked Oh, he's me, in your ward? Yeah, he's in my ward. Oh, that's way worse. I know. And she asked me to go sit with her daughters while she was sitting up there leading the music. And this was after our breakup. So clearly she knew 
Or that. she didn't know. Oh, she did. She hates me. She's she's psycho, Dallas. How psycho? She she eats organic seaweed for fun. That is that's psycho. I'm kidding you not because the girl I used to date would eat stuff like that, and her mom is psycho. So yes. <laughs> Thank you. Whatever your name is. Don't know. That's okay. Connor. Connor. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that's kind of my um, story. So right now I'm on the lookout for just a summer fling. That's why I'm going to Santa Barbara, if why. So I can have a rebound to get back at him. So There you go. Yeah, that's my life story. You're welcome. It probably wasn't Thank that entertaining. You. No. <laughs> that's what this podcast is all about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're well, thank you for talking about me. stories. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Bye. I'm going to go Bye. edit my blog. <laughs> Sounds good. So, Have fun on Tumblr. <laughs> so as we can learn from these stories, life is full of experiences. Summer is full Summer. of experiences. Summer is uh, – that, that's the thing. I want people to know people are confused by that moment that we just had. We were talking about specifically – the the things that happen during summer, the crazy things that happen, summer love, and how futile it really is, what a summer fling can be. Also, how not to get too crazy. If you if you and your friends think that taking drugs is a good idea for vacation, you're gonna be on a one you're gonna have a one way ticket to hell and back, and maybe even to jail. You'll come back from hell. Oh, sorry. Well, no, you don't come back from hell. Oh, so just a one-way ticket. I said, I said it was a one-way ticket, so I shouldn't have said one-way ticket there and back because it would have only been to there. Yeah. I got you. You don't come back. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I think that's going to be about to do it. Yep. <laughs> that will do it. I'll do it. Oh, that's a long episode. Dude, it was good. Oh, are you done? I, well, I think we're going to close out right now. Okay, okay. Sounds good. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode. We hope you're having a great summer vacation. We apologize for being gone. If you're interested in listening to our other work, you can always check us out at constantcompanionpodcast.com. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes as well as Stitcher. We also have a YouTube channel that you can check out. If you want to see our E3 reactions, go there. You can see our feedback on that. Uh, we also have a Twitch channel where we do stream, and I might be streaming a little bit of Final Fantasy VII a little later this week, or maybe even this weekend. We'll see. All right, guys, That's thanks awesome. so much, and we hope that you have a great week. Can we can we share one more thing real quick? Oh, go Sorry, ahead. Sorry, just last thing. The the exciting news we have. Um, oh on, yeah. On July fifth, we we're having Kirby Hayborn, and we're having uh, Lincoln Hope. Is it Hope or Hop? I don't know. It's spelled H-O-P-P-E. Um, I believe it would be Hop. Okay. H- Lincoln Hop. And they'll both be coming on. If you don't know them, they're from a lot of, like, uh, LDS movies. Um, Singles Ward, RM, those type of things. They're basically – they're kind of like – think of, like, the guys from Studio C. They were, like, the original guys. Oh, yeah. The original of, Gs. If Studio C existed back then. Yeah, and some, but it didn't. And also, they're uh, in what's that movie called? The Sol- Saints and Soldiers, as well. Um, so if you know that, those 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 references, um, it should be a lot of fun. So look forward to that on July fifth. 